Dan's Driving Double Feature presents One Minute with European Zombies circa 1980, episode 83. I'm your host, Dan, and we are so near the end. Ooh, it's right there. You can see it. You can see it. And Burial Ground is clearly moving towards the end. Zombie Lake is still meandering. Uh, let's uh, let's let's talk. Uh, Eighty the 82nd minute of Zombie Lake was the Helena, the the daughter of the zombie dad, giving her dad with all the other Nazi zombies standing around there in like a barn or something, a mill or a barn or uh, just a house. He gives she gives him a bowl full of um, jelly. No, I'm kidding. A bowl full of um, uh, fresh blood, and he's drinking and drinking, and it's kind of dribbling down his chin and all over his shirt. And the camera kind of pans down to see the blood running down. As if someone drinking blood from a bowl and seeing the blood run down their shirt is it like gore? I don't know that. I guess we could talk about that in a minute. L- listen to this. Look at mine. Go ahead. So I guess we are calling it definitive that she did trick her dad, which is too bad. It does have, when you see her crying on her bed, she's not the most convincing crier. And when the mayor just strolls in and looks at her with this amused look on her face, like, <laughs> she's crying for a zombie. Um, as if this is something he's experienced. You know, like, I, I've seen people cry for zombies who deserved to be crying for zombies or something like that. You know, I've seen zombies worth crying for it it has a bit her bed is awful she needs much better bed than that why, why is her bed so sh- shitty P- pardon my french part <laughs> shit that's not it's a french movie that's not french though um and and there's just a layout of a room this awful bed and that I, I guess the chair is more suited to her that like armchair but it's sort of like a leathery chair it doesn't look like a fun chair for kids it doesn't look like one i would enjoy sitting in now it's like a, a i don't know I, i'm gonna say archie bunker style chair but i don't even know that because i haven't seen all in the family in ages but uh i i guess i guess the way her room looks if it, uh, it, it looks like they um it, uh, with that door i mean i would imagine that i mean i this might be a set but it doesn't really look like a set to me this looks like this looks like probably another room in that house where they the mayor is supposed to live and uh, they just threw whatever crap they had sitting around into the room and made it her room and um she got cute like pigtails like curled uh like like circular uh pig i don't know what they are but uh she you know uh I, I know my that the, I just have that image on here right now of the and and at the end of the minute the mayor kind of sits near her she's crying and uh yeah she she I guess she did betray her dad and I you know I didn't think it would be affecting I thought it would be annoying and a bit of a betrayal of what we thought was going to happen 
but I think it works. I actually think it works. I actually think it works here. Um, uh, because, like I said, in the previous minute, her dad gives her a look like, are you pulling something? And then after you see him drinking and then it cuts to her and I had to watch it three times to hear what she was saying, figure out what she was saying. But she says like, she runs, grabs the butt, handle the butt, grabs the bucket and says like, I'll get some more. And she says it so quickly. It's like, what is she saying? I'll get some more. And she just does that. And she runs with the, uh, runs away with the bucket. And as soon as she runs out, the villagers enter the place and you don't see the zombies. Apparently they're all at the bucket. But, uh, yeah, so they're all strolling in, and, and there's some sort of... That flamethrower is not like... It's a contraption. It's like it's like he's bringing in, like, an old-fashioned camera. You know, on the tripod where you have to throw the, the blanket over you, and everyone has to stand still for several minutes kind of thing. That That's sort of what it looks like. It's, it's like there's nothing high-tech about whatever the hell this machine is. They're bringing him the flamethrower to, to spray the zombies. And they sort of crowd in the room, and they see the little girl go in her room, and she starts crying. And hey, George. Sorry, my dog just came in. He had a, had a nice meal. How you doing, George? How was your meal? So she goes in and she starts crying. And and the mayor shows up. And yeah, I guess it's the next bit is going to be them torching all the zombies in in the place and destroying them. I guess that's a, I guess that's the way to do it. I mean, you could shoot them in the head or you can incinerate them to ash. Um, you know, I think uh, you know that we know that just uh dismembering them and such doesn't but that that that's that that hasn't actually happened yet but by this point sort of in zombie history as it were so yeah the, she she does betray her dad and it does it does it is a little sad uh you know she she isn't happy about it she did it because she realized that it was i guess for the greater good as it were um well i guess when you're talking you know people living their life in a french village and Nazi zombies, the greater good is probably always going to be on the side of the people living in the village. I, I think that's probably a given. So that actually, I will say, um, a moment um, I really find kind of interesting in this is the um, the shot where she runs out of, and I guess it is the mill, I guess it is a mill, because she runs out of this building and at first i thought there was a cut but i don't think there is you see her run towards the camera she runs by the camera the camera switch pans to the left following her and then kind of stops and you see like the river there's a river flowing right by there that ain't a lake jack that's a river a lake is a calm space where you sit and you can, you can fish a river or a stream or whatever this i mean it looks I mean, it's a bit of a, it's, it's not even a river, it's a creek, or it's a stream, or it's a something. It ain't zombie stream, zombie creek, zombie river. Um, but, but it's flowing super, we've seen it before, flowing by here, flowing real fast, and it must flow into the lake. But the zombies certainly haven't come out of this, because I don't think there'd be any way these doofuses could, could handle the current. They, they just get like, hey, we're back in the lake. Let's go up, hey, back in the lake. Yeah. So, uh, so that's a, that's actually a pretty cool shot. I quite like that shot because, like I said, I thought it was a, a a cut. I thought she runs by and then it cuts to that, but I don't think it does. It's very dark, but I don't think it does that, which is cool. I mean, they are putting her right there by that rushing water in the dark, and this looks dark to me. Some of the shots earlier look day for nighty, but this looks pretty dark to me. So. Yeah, that's this minute, and let us go on to burial ground where all hell has broken loose. 
uh, nipples are being eaten. Mark and his gal are trying to get down the steps, but the monk zombies are coming at them from downstairs, and other zombies are coming at them from upstairs, and we're doing kind of a cool um, pan, tracking up, uh, taking in the whole room and seeing that there's pretty much no escape. Listen. Things are going pretty bad. This isn't going to be one of those zombie movies that has a happy ending. Are there a lot of those? I'm trying to think. Zombie Lake might. Hey, Zombie Lake might. We still got some time left with Zombie Lake. Um, But generally, I guess you don't go into um, the zombie movies to expect a happy ending. You you hope maybe someone will escape and, and something and... You know, even George Romero um, was able to give some hope as his series sort of went along there. But yeah, this this doesn't look um, good. More and more zombies are coming out of the top. Michael is just going mad eating that nipple. We do see a shot of Evelyn on the ground and some foregrounded shots of like just oozy, gory mess being eaten and um she's dead they tore into her she's dead and um uh mark is poor mark you know the uh the zombies sometimes they seem kind of old-fashioned and i do like i as i was prepping this minute i i hit hit play on the blu-ray and watch the first minute or two again with the professor when the first zombie with like the big ridiculous white teeth kind of strolls towards him and he said no no don't kill me i'm your friend i'm your friend and i thought what does that mean what does that mean that the professor's their friend how is the professor the friend of these zombies because they sure didn't treat him like a friend and he came back very much like a zombie a little later poor nicholas was it nicholas so i'd love to know why he says that what exactly maybe he's just making shit up you know but um I'd love to know why he says that. But yeah, this um, uh, uh, Janet, I don't know, the gal who hurt her ankle, just the zombies are coming after her, and she's kind of like leaning up against the, the wall there near the stairs, screaming a lot, and the minute ends with her screaming, and obviously Evelyn's getting eaten, and more zombies are coming. I mean, this looks... I mean, I mean that's sort of the thing with a zombie film, is, is as long as you can keep moving... I mean, like... You know, like Dawn of the Dead, the the one guy, I forget their names, the one guy who gets, you know, the one commando guy who gets beaten and comes back as a zombie. Did I just ruin everything for everyone? 
But like with him, or like the crazy guy, the goofball guy in Hell of the Living Dead who's always letting the zombies surround him and then he beats them all up. You know, it's just a question of you just keep doing that until the point where you back into the wrong corner. You know, they were able to hide out in the house for a while. Then they hid in that little room. Uh, then they went into the gazebo there that um, where no one seemed to bother them. Then they went into the pl- the monastery. Now, unfortunately, they're just in a place where there's no way out. And Evelyn is dead, and the gal with the ankle is getting harassed. And there's a huge, like, power saw, circular saw, you know, always the, the most annoying of the saws. And possibly the, the chainsaw could be the most annoying of the saw, but I find the circular saw to be the most annoying saw. And, and the great thing is, like, they're moving, the zombies have, like, grabbed Mark, and they're moving him towards the blade of the saw. And you think, well, if it's not moving, then you kind of have to, this ain't Hollywood chainsaw hookers where we're, you you know the chainsaws aren't on and we're having duels. You know you you got you got you, I guess you got you got to place his head up against the blade and sort of move it up and down, move it up and down, um, and hope uh, hope for the best. But no, these zombies know how to operate the saw, and more power to them. Yeah, these zombies know how the saw works. I like it. I they. It's funny because earlier on they had the knowledge uh, they could use a scythe and they could use um, the the axe and stuff like that. But to actually go from that to using like a modern, circa 1980, like circular saw. And the fact that, I guess you'd leave it plugged. I don't know. I've never owned a circular saw. I don't. To me, that would be something I'd leave unplugged until I needed it. Then I'd plug it in. It's not like a fridge. You don't you don't need to keep it plugged in all the time in order to keep it at full power. Um, but maybe someone plugged in it. I don't know. You, you, the way you see it is like they're moving his head towards the blade, and you're like, yeah, okay. Well, I guess you know if anyone's got the patience to do it, it'd be zombies. Just rub his head against the blade until it cuts in and, and tears his head up. Um, but then all of a sudden the blade, the saw starts up. So, so obviously a zombie has either plugged it in, but I, I love the fact that maybe, um, like, uh, one zombie was at the end of the cord, plugged it into an extension cord, nodded to another zombie, that zombie gave a thumbs up and plugged it into the wall, and then maybe another zombie had to click on a switch to activate the power. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they're in the middle of nowhere here. I don't, um, it's, it's. It's funny, I love the, the fact that like they drive through the countryside and they go to this villa that's in the middle of nowhere, but it's clearly a big thing. Then they go deeper into the space, wind up at the monastery, and now we we don't even know where we are. You know, they, they just keep... Instead of trying to get to the cars and getting back to some place of sanity, I guess, and, and uh, a place of sanity and humanity, how about that? Or I guess insanity and humanity, depending upon what you think. But yeah, they 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 just keep getting deeper into this space and deeper into it. And now they're they're at the end. Unfortunately, um, there's no. I mean, yeah, we're we've got two minutes and twelve seconds of the film left. So give a minute for credits. We don't have more than like a minute and ten seconds or so of the actual actions so goodbye gang
Well, they got one more minute. Maybe they'll pull off a Ken Foray style, Foray, Foray, a style uh, Dawn of the Dead ending. Um, let's see. Uh, so that is the end of minute 83 of this thing I'm talking about here. And uh, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And I, I don't know, I, you know, it's kind of, you know, in this episode, we realized that Helena betrayed her dad sort of for the greater good. And it's sad. And that's sad. And and we also see that this gang tried so hard to get away from the zombies and they just got deeper and deeper and now they're all going to die. And I'm, I'm left feeling a little melancholy at the end of this episode. Um, if I put these out in some sort of spacing where I could ask for feedback and ask for someone to send me something that would cheer me up, that would be awesome. But um, I won't. But thank you for listening and listen to this. Thank you.